Bibi Fahodier, welcome to the African Liberation Media Podcast. Media solely focused on the liberation and empowerment of African people. I'm your host, Gullah Jack, a.k.a. Russell Swilly. Let's get to it. Good evening. The day's date is June 14th. 6261. Welcome to the African Liberation Media. A quote, the source is unknown. If you don't heal what hurt you, you will bleed on people that did not cut you. Mm. Impoverishment has derivatives. The ghetto is a diseased institution. It breeds rage. It breeds pathology. It breeds self-destructive behavior. 1921 over 40 blocks. As we sit here June 14th, 6261, the Tulsans have been reduced to half a block. The thing I'm most concerned about is that the lack of a political consequence. The Tulsans are asking for reparations that are justly deserved, but if there's no political consequence, well, then you are non-political. What will be the political consequence to an arrogant mayor refusing to redress these egregious, barbaric wrongs inflicted on the Tulsans? that still have consequences today as it relates to impoverishment as well as the psychic damage that still lingers. We alluded to it earlier. There has to be a political consequence. What are the thinkers doing? What are our scholars doing? Politics has many definitions. One person said that politics is War without bloodshed, war is politics with bloodshed. One definition that we can agree on is the fact that politics is based on fear. Politics determines who gets what. This is the African Liberation Media. We have a special guest, Brother Darren Muhammad. I have Brother Amos, who's more familiar with this brother from the Baltimore area introduce him and discuss tonight's topics. Take Thank it away, brother. for holding a African family. So tonight we have a very special brother in the house with us, brother Darren Muhammad. Uh, this brother, as many of you probably already know, is well known uh, for his radio programs, uh, specifically his podcast state of the city in baltimore maryland uh this brother brings vast information and knowledge as relates to the state of african people and tonight he's going to be sharing with us a lot of information that we need to hear especially with the times that we in right now this is very urgent uh the situation that we're dealing with i had the pleasure and honor of meeting this brother personally when when, when i was in maryland 
at a lecture that was being done by the irritated genie uh, called COVID-19 Gateway to the Apocalypse. That's right. And uh, a strong lecture done by Brother Genie. And I've seen both of these brothers on programs together in the past uh, sharing information. Uh, One of the programs that I remember was a critique on the movie Harriet uh, some time ago. Uh, So you're definitely in for good information tonight that's going to help you. And we we want you to share this information. If you can share this link right now with anybody that is out there on social media, because this is information that needs to be heard. And uh, brother Muhammad, uh, for our listeners that may not be familiar with you, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, sir. Well, I share my brother. I thank you, uh, BB Fahodi, Hotep, and uh, peace to those that are watching and listening. And definitely uh, share the link, share the information. Uh, and we at war, so share the inf- information. Pass the am- ammunition and the ammo. Uh, we must do that. So, uh, with that, I want to thank you and the brothers with African Liberation Media for extending the invitation uh, for me to be a part of the program tonight. Uh, on it to have met the two brothers, uh, Brother Gula Jack and Brother uh, Makharu. Make sure I pronounce his name uh, correctly, but just thank you, brothers, for the, what you have done and continue to do and what we hope to be able to do tonight uh, with having this uh, conversation. So for those that may not know, of course, I'm Darren Muhammad. I'm right here in Baltimore, Tudman City, as we like to say, home of Frederick Douglass and, of course, uh, Harriet Tudman and many of our great ancestors. So I've been um, activist in the city for years, radio talk show host, researcher uh, for many years in Baltimore city and uh, throughout the DMV region. So I've done radio as I shared with you almost 30 years now, if not longer, I've been doing radio and uh, my show State of the City has aired since 2005 on the airways of Radio One and uh, left Radio One, I think in 2008 and I've been over at WFBR, a little small uh, radio station, only about 1500 watts, but with the uh, power of the internet, the power of using our podcast, the power of using YouTube, the power of using Facebook, we're able to reach uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions uh, with our information. And so again, just humble and honored that you would extend the invitation. I wanna apologize uh, because we initially were supposed to come on last Monday and uh, just due to some personal issues that I had to take care of, couldn't join you last Monday. And so I uh, said, I would be honored to join you, of course, today, which is my 55th birthday. So I thought it would be Thank an you. honor to be on with you, of course, on this revolutionary uh, born day and another day and another year around the sun. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brothers. Thank you for joining us. And happy born day. Happy Earth Day to you, brother. Shay, thank you. So tonight we want to deal with the topic that that we've delved into in the past on this show many times but it's it's never too many times to talk about such a serious situation uh because like you stated we're at war and this is genocide that's taking place on our people but we're talking about COVID-19 uh or as the irritated genie would like to call the Fauci yes sir that's right yes more more information is coming out now uh in support of many people who pointed the finger at Fauci mm-hmm. and uh, the lab leak that took place in Wuhan. Uh, but there's also information about this potentially starting here in the United States. That's right. Can you give us any information on that? 
Sure. And, and of course, uh, as you mentioned, our great brother, Brother Irritated Genie Al Kamathi, we met through our brother, of course, at the lecture that he gave uh, a few weeks ago at the uh, E-Life restaurant. So I always have to thank him, thank Brother uh, Baruch with what he's provided uh, for our people there at the restaurant. And uh, of course, Brother Irritated Genie and all the brothers and sisters with Straight Black Pride with being continuous and being in the forefront of seeing and recognizing this war uh, years ago. And uh, again, alerting our people, making our people aware of it, and then arming our people uh, with the necessary tools to fight it. And uh, of course, now, as our brother did his uh, lecture, which was a teach-in and uh, talked about, and I encourage many to get it online. I know it's available online. And he said in a few weeks, it should be available on DVD. So I encourage those that want to get it to make sure they get it. And of course, he put out the beautiful T-shirt. Uh, of course, dab the jab. If you don't have yours, of course, you dab. That's all right. Definitely want to make sure that you get it. I'll make sure I get my daughter to hold this one up so that you see it. And uh, definitely everybody should make sure that they get one of these T-shirts and uh, not one, but two of these T-shirts and make sure you definitely uh, dab the jab and share it again with the family um, and uh, make sure that we pass this information on, as I said, and make sure that we definitely give it to our children. But as you talked about the Fauci, uh, of course, I call it the pandemic, plandemic, scamdemic the transdemic, because there's many components to what we've seen over the past year taking place, which they're trying to roll out uh, this agenda of on the last, as I mentioned, transdemic, transhumanism, right? The transgenderism, all that ties right into the transhumanism, all that ties into, of course, AI, the artificial intelligence, all that ties into what they call the fourth industrial revolution, which is to replace the American people, black, brown, red, yellow, and white, uh, but particularly our people, black folk, but they want to replace them with, of course, robots. They want to replace them with artificial intelligence. All that's in the plan. All that's in, of course, even the shot. How, of course, we'll get into that. So now as we talk about the transdemic, um, the American workers being laid off, all hospitals, you see doctors, nurses, other healthcare professionals being laid off. In pharmacies, they're being laid off. I know pharmacists said they went to AI so even though they were saying heroes work here, sheroes work here, we're all in this together, right? They were laying off hospital workers, laying off techs, laying off those that work in the cafeteria. Uh, then you can move to hotel, hospitality, other industries where you see these mass layoffs. And uh, now nurses that are being laid off, some, of course, out of the social engineering and fearing that's gone on. But if they don't get back, they won't get back because the plan is to replace them with robots, or they call it right now, telemedicine. So they rolled all this out a year ago, if you can stop and think for a minute, when 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 they were telling, when they were shutting down certain departments in the hospital, the only thing that was open was the emergency rooms while other, other departments were being shuttered. So if you wanted to go in for physical therapy or occupational therapy or some procedure, they said you couldn't get the procedure done, why? Because the moneymaker was the fear that they were pushing on the people through the pandemic. So you were told, stay home, don't come to the hospital. That's the last place you want to be. So now people who have been laid off or furloughed, they haven't been able to get back. Or if they've, been, if, if they've come back, they didn't bring them back as full-time employees any longer. Because the plan eventually is to replace them, replace the American workers with what they call the fourth industrial revolution, which ties into something called the Great Reset. If you don't know what it is, you should look it up. The Great Reset. When you hear President Biden talking about build back better, you even heard Pelosi using those terms, build back better. Who are they talking about? What are they talking about? Build back better. And where do we fit in as a people? So now 
when we talk about the, the, the pandemic, the pandemic was a ruse to push the, the, the Fauci on the people, right? To push the jab on the people, but they had to socially engineer the people and fear the people and scare the people, then say, we don't have enough of this so-called quote unquote, what they call a vaccine, which is not a vaccine because it's what they call emergency use authorizations, not approved by the FDA. So they have to, they try to put it out there and then say, we don't have enough. And they've taken a script out of what we saw in, uh, I would say history, as Malcolm always says, best qualified to reward all research. And they, when you go back and study the history of what Fauci did, what Bill Gates did, what the World Health Organization did, you can pull up an article was in the London Times, May the 11th, 19, I think it's 1987. The headline, and I, if you want me to show you, I'll show you the headline. It's on my Facebook page. But the headline was, Who Murdered Africa? And Dick Gregory always referenced that. And what it was, what they went into Africa under the guide of vaccine vaccinating Africans with smallpox, but in the smallpox was contaminated with the HIV virus. And, mm. and, and, and that's what they're coming with now. And they're just using the same, same, same trick, same script, same trick, but it's more deadlier now because that was just in Africa. What they're planning now is globally in terms of what they're doing with this pandemic and the pandemic. So that's why I always say it was a part of a plan uh, that they've wanted to release. When you go and pull up terms with these, these tabletop drills that they have, you can go back to what was called the dark winter, 2001, four months before September the 11th. That was one of the first drills they had. Then you can come on up to what they call um, uh, 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 crimson, con crimson Contagion, which they ran in Chicago in 2016. Then they ran another one called Clade X in 2018. Then after Clade X in 2019, they ran Event 201, which was run in New York City, the tabletop drill, drill with many uh, businesses, uh, many industry individuals involved, of course, the Rockefeller Foundation was involved. Gates Foundation was involved. The Welcome Trust Foundation out of London, England was involved. Uh, maybe Miss John Hopkins, of course, was the key facilitator of this. And this is why everything that's being counted and the numbers that's being put out by John Hopkins Center for what they call um, health security. But in 2001, it was called John Hopkins Center for Biosecurity or bio, because it was going to be a biological weapon, and that's what it is, that's released on the people. But they couldn't call it a bioweapon, so they had to call it a pandemic. And when you look up what is a pandemic, that is anything that goes beyond more than one continent. So that's how you see all of these entities that are involved in this. And like a good criminologist, when you see these kind of events, you got to stop and ask, of course, who benefits, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's where Fauci was thrust to the front. Because Fauci's been down in Washington, D.C. for over six decades. He's been there longer than six presidents for the most part. So Fauci was in on this. Fauci worked, of course, uh, as uh, with NIH. When you go back and study the history with AIDS, Fauci was there pushing uh, the whole theory about the green monkey. At, again, and AIDS being passed from a green monkey to an African. Now they come with the same game, right, mm -hmm. which they call a bat that you had a virus jumped out of a bat into a human being at a wet market in China. So this is what gave us this so-called so coronavirus, right? So you see the same script when you study history as what they're doing now. And of course, you know the millions that died with them using AZT and all these cocktail drugs. So it was Fauci, it was another um, 
thug that's here in Maryland also by the name of Robert Gallo. Gallo was tied to the whole pushing the whole AIDS, AZT. He even had a patent on AIDS. So Gallo is still here at the University of Maryland Center, Center for Virology, and you can look up Robert Gallo. So, but this whole gain of function was basically taking these uh, uh, bioweapons, whether it was from Fort Detrick, Maryland, which is a bio level three and bio level four facility, or at the University of North Carolina, where you had Dr. Uh, Barrick, who was working with him. And when they were running these gains of function using about six different viruses and then putting them into one, right? And these viruses wasn't accidentally released, but it's my belief that were, they were intentionally released, right? At a certain time uh, in China, even though the funding was sent through a company called EcoHealth, which you had another gentleman by the name of Peter Daszak that was running EcoHealth when it was forbidden for them to continue running those gain of function scenarios inside of the United States. Then what they did was, you know, as Malcolm X used to always so eloquent, say so eloquently, it's like a game of basketball. When you're trapped, you got to throw the ball to somebody that was in the clear. So because Fauci was trapped, right, NIAID, the institution he was over was trapped, then what they did working with, at that time, President Obama, they threw the ball to China, and then they threw it through a nonprofit. Then a nonprofit, of course, threw it to China, and China did the, the dirty work for them. And we look at what China has been doing, that's the model for what they want to do, not just in America, but globally, in terms of what China has done to what they call the Ijawa Muslims, and which all they wanted to do was get their DNA. Once they get your DNA, one relative DNA in your home, in your family, they got everybody's DNA. And this is what you see when they talk about these swab tests. What are they collecting? Your DNA. That's all this is about, a massive DNA collection, because now, just as we saw in in South Africa with Operation Coast, which was dealing with bioweapons that specifically race specific weapons that can target race specific phenotypes and genotypes. And this is what we see them doing. The test is no more than gathering of DNA. And when you look up what China was doing with the company out of Massachusetts, a lot of this goes through MIT, but there was a company in Massachusetts. Uh, the name of it is, oh, it escapes me, it'll, it'll come to me, um, Thermo Fisher. But Thermo Fisher was working with China and they were collecting the DNA of the minority Muslims there. And once they collect that DNA of just one family member, they have everybody's DNA. And they can track them wherever they go. So what do you think they're planning to do here inside of America as you see them rolling out these biometric systems, right? So all of that's part of the plan of what they want to roll out on our people first, but ultimately on others as well. So what they're doing in this country as I, I jokingly say tongue in cheek, but it's true, would make Hitler and the Nazis blush right now when they look at what they're doing inside of America. Mm. And, and talking about the DNA, so when they're in the lab creating these diseases, uh, these man-made diseases, they can utilize the DNA information to prohibit that disease from affecting a particular group of people or Absolutely. craft it so that it doesn't uh, affect a particular group of people the way that it would another group of people. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. I, I just saw a study today where they were saying, and this is uh, propaganda that they're pushing, but they're saying that COVID affects African children and Hispanic children more than white children. Trying to push this vaccination or the idea mm -hmm. that black children and Hispanic children need to get vaccinated more than white children. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
we we have this this uh information that has been put on this database the var system now the mainstream media is trying to jump out in front of this and discredit uh the var system even though it's a database that is is basically ran by the cdc right talk about uh vars and 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 how these effects that people are having from this vaccination are being stored and and people are accessing this info yeah, you have the VARS or some say VARS, the vaccine adverse, um, uh, uh, vaccine is V-A-E-R-S, vaccine adverse reporting system, effects and reporting system. And it's about three months behind. So you already have well over 5,000 deaths that's been reported, well over at least 50,000 or more uh, 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 permanent injuries that's been reported. But what's happening is the mainstream media, uh, again, is not talking about that information like they were doing with their daily reports when they use those daily reports and those daily news briefings every day, every morning, every afternoon on 24-hour news cycles to put that fear in the American people. So if the American people knew the seriousness of, again, the deaths and the, and the damages that is causing many of the American people, and not to mention children, when you've had children who have died, right? Children who are, who's now are clotting where they shouldn't be clotting. Children now that are having uh, peri, what they call pericarditis, which is dealing with inflammation in the heart and mm -hmm. uh, inflammation in other parts of the body. Because once you get those injections, it's traveling out. The injection doesn't stay in your arm. It travels through your body, travels to your organs. And so, again, this is not being covered, but the vaccine adverse, again, um, effects and reporting system is where most of the people can go. But oftentimes people won't go and look up that information. That's where it's going to take independent news sources arming our people uh, with the information, arming them with the information about the vax, uh, the, what they call the vaccine exemption forms. And again, getting back to what I said, it's not a vaccine because it's not approved by the FDA. It is a synthetic uh, injectable pathogen is what it essentially is, right? And it's not, uh, again, it's synthetic. So it's something that they've made in the lab. And I'm eventually talking about a company that's doing most of the testing in the school systems around the country, a company called um, uh, Jinko Works. And you should Google Jinko Works, G-I-N-K-O-W. It's called Jinko BioWorks. It was a company that was set up and established by Bill Gates. The CEO name is Jason Kelly, but he was backed by Bill Gates. So the Gates Foundation and Bill Gates, who is not a doctor, at all. And you get to know the history of Bill Gates, his father, right? This is a continuation, as my brother mentioned, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921. This is a continuation of the eugenics movement of 1921, 100 years ago. In the same way, Margaret Singer and how the Rockefellers and uh, the, the Guttmachers and others use Margaret Singer to come into the black community, to come into the Harlem, to the same church, Abyssinia Baptist Church, the same church that they had Fauci in last week, the same church that the Bidens were in last week, pushing their injectable pathogens on our people. We see the same game being used in, in 2021 with them using what the, again, Planned Parenthood called the Negro Project, using the preachers, right? And our historic institutions that they're now attacking and using black barbershops to say to black men and black women, these were institutions that would be off limits to white folk to come in, right? But they're saying to our black men, 
and black barbershops and black salons that, 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 that there's there's no place we won't go in order to come and get you. And so that's why I said, as Brother Irritated Genie said, that this has been a full on assault and an escalation of the activity against our people right now. Well, I did see that where Biden is, is pushing the use of black barbershops and salons as a place to actually get the jab. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yep. They got the churches. We see most of the churches. They have them. They were they were they were shut down and silent for the past year. And then we have to we have to caution some of our black organizations. Right. Because a lot of them have been silent over the past year. Right. And so therefore, they this is the time not for them to can up. But they many of them got a man up right now. And I, I said to Brother Irritated Genie and to some brothers, they were showing the, the, the documentary in the DVD, Buck Breaking. Said that's nice historically. We got to stand up to the buck breaking that's going on today in 2021, right? That's the real buck breaking. We got we that's the real buck breaking is this jab that they're pushing on our people right now because they're not targeting just the adults, but now the children. And there is a sterility agent to this jab, and that's part of the reason why they want to again uh target our children because this is what they call uh hijacking the software of life, which is our DNA. And they eventually want to own not just our DNA, but our children's DNA by hijacking the software of life. And when you look up this company, Jinko, Jinko Bioworks, this is what they make, synthetic DNA. Mm. Well, let's talk a little bit about this jab, um, because some people say different things about what it can do. Right. Some people say that, you know, it's some magnetism inside of this shot. You know, people have put up videos, mm -hmm. you know, putting metal up to their arms and, you know, it being magnified to them. Um, right. and people say that it creates synthetic cells in your body. Mm -hmm. um, talk about, I mean, what what is this shot actually doing to us? Well, I mean, just talk about like GMO, right? So you're talking about Franken foods. You're talking about a Franken shot, a Franken jab for the most part. It's not natural. So a child is still growing. So think about that. When in, my background's in physical therapy, when I was uh, in college, they used to tell us there were certain modalities you couldn't use on children because you could you could you could stunt their growth because they're still growing. So you couldn't do ultrasound on children. So you don't hear anyone outside of, again, the children defense. And then you have like the American frontline doctors. And of course, for the irritated genie, those were straight black pride saying, why would you want to inject any of this in a child who's still growing, much less into an adult? If you did it to an animal, you would be charged with cruelty to animal because these have not been tested on animals. Just think about that. Right. But you've seen on uh, YouTube, on Facebook, on social media, the magnetic attraction of those who have had the jabs and they can put a coin, they can put a fork, they can put a spoon on their arm and it's sticking to the arm. I don't know if you know the story. It's called I was I just interviewed Dr. Stella uh, Emmanuel with the front American frontline doctors, the sister from Liberia who did all of her teaching course in medicine in Nigeria. She's based out of Houston. I just had her on the show Saturday and she talked about um, I think it's called Magneto. I'd have to look it up again. It's called Magneto. It's with Magneto Magnetification, I think it's called. But again, your body becomes a magnet because of what's in it. Right. And so this is what we see happening. You could Google the story of Brittany Galvin down in Florida. Brittany Galvin now has Goulian Bear, Goulian Beret. Now, when you go back and study the, the military personnel 
I think they were in Boston that took the swine flu shot. Yeah, swine flu shot, in which it was the Rockefeller den that was controlling Gerald Ford. And it was the Rockefeller family that told Gerald Ford to make that swine flu mandatory for all Americans. And you had military personnel that developed the Goulian Beret, over, I think, 50,000 or more. So they stopped that. But again, uh, as it relates to what we're seeing, it's what's in it that's causing this whole mag magnetification uh, side effects that we're seeing. And if it wasn't true, just think, why would a large multi-billion dollar corporation like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube go out of their way to pull down an ordinary little, little brother, sister in the hood putting up a videotape like that? If somebody's pushing a videotape about violence or sex, they wouldn't even take that down. They wouldn't put a gray screen over it. But somebody putting up a videotape saying, look, I went and got this injection and a week later, not at the injection site, but on my forehead, there's magnetism. On the opposite arm, there's magnetism. So this is what's going on. So I thought social media like all those challenges that people would put out, but they clearly are trying to block information from getting out, but the information is getting out. So they're going to have to just try a little harder. And then on top of that, there was, the course, the congressional hearings in which the members of Congress and the Biden administration said, we're now going to target they mentioned 12 individuals, but they are the 12 large names. Then there's other groups that they mentioned, which they call them the disinfo dozen. They're saying that these are the ones that's interrupting our agenda. So therefore, they had to shut down a Dr. Mercola. They had to shut down a Robert F. Kennedy Jr. They had to shut down a Riza Islam. They had to shut down a Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and others because clearly what they were saying, there was legitimacy to what they were saying. They had to shut down a Dr. Randy Short. They had to shut down a brother irritated genie. They had to shut down, like even of an Alex Jones, like him or not, a David Ike, a Minister Farrakhan, because clearly there's validity to what these individuals are saying that they can't chance that their information will continue to get out and more and more of our people are listening. And even when our people, when some of our people think our people are being gullible, they're not being gullible and they're rejecting again uh, the jab. So again, I think that's just a test to what we've been able to do with a little such as programs like this compared to what the large black media and fake news hasn't done. But my concern, of course, is the black media and the role historically of what the black media has to the black community. That's right. That's right. Well, we've seen this thing change direction. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, they used Fauci. They put him out there on the front line. They got him to sit down with entertainers and athletes and to push, you know, uh, of course, the coming of this vaccination and what was going on with the pandemic or pandemic, as you call it. But now Fauci is being pretty much put out there on front street, thrown to the wolves, not only mm -hmm. by Congress, but by the mainstream media. Right. What do you think happened that made them? turn on Fauci and now put the heat on him? Well, I think we have to go back and look at those congressional and senatorial hearings that was taking place. And I thought, again, Rand, Senator Rand Paul, like him or not, he's a he's a doctor. And I thought what he did once he knew Fauci was under oath and he asked him about the gain of function. Prior to that, most of our people and most of the American people hadn't heard of the gain of function. If you asked them about a gain of function, they probably thought it was the latest reality TV show. 
hosted by, you know what I mean, one of these, one of these, you know, uh, gladiators, weaponized celebrities for the most part. So it, it opened up the whole conversation to what is the gain of function. So it's kind of like what Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. used to always say to me, you know, he say, you know, brothers, y'all from up north, you know, they, they got this thing where you walk your dogs and as soon as you walk your dog, if your dog poop and give everybody a little green bag, you got to pick your dog poop up off the ground, right? Chairman Fred say, I'm from down south. We walk the dog. We want to let this part my language. We want to let the shit sit because we want to see what type of flies it attract. You know what I mean? So what they did with Fauci was to let it sit out there to see what type of flies it would attract so the people could see what Fauci was really all about. So he kind of put himself out there. Now, the question is, where did these where did these emails get released? Right. They didn't come from Edward Snowden. They didn't come from Julian Assange. They didn't come from Bradley Manning. So who released the emails? That's what we've yet to find out, right? And is the droves of emails that's been released? Was it the United States military? I mean, who released the emails? Was it those with Trump? Did they release the emails so that that information now would come out? So it's kind of like keep your friends close and your enemies closer because Fauci was sold to the American people like he was the new Mr. Rogers, right? Or he was the new white Bill Cosby for the most part. That he was he was Fauci almighty that even some of our people who our people looked up to in black media took Fauci as if Fauci, you know, and, and Dr. Scott Whitaker has always said that them white lab coats are more dangerous. Right. Because our people take them as gods besides God. They take them above Jesus, Yahweh, Jehovah, Allah, whatever they say. And so now Fauci is put out there because, again, it's come out that he's benefited from this whole pandemic. He's talked to, to, to Bill Gates. And remember, Gates was tied to Epstein. So if you're talking to Gates, so what are you talking to Gates about? So all this information is coming out about Fauci that it kind of was chipping away of the image that they was trying to put out there about Fauci. But Fauci has been a part of the corruption. And I remind you what President Eisenhower warned the American people about, not the military industrial complex, but the military congressional medical complex, right? And that is the that is the medical what we're looking at is medical tyranny right now being pushed on the American people. But it's the script they used in Nazi Germany when you go back and study history. And that's what they're using right now. Hitler's kindly killers, which were doctors and everything they did in Germany, they say was legally. It wasn't right morally, but they said it was legal. So this is what they're using right now. So Fauci could be on his way out, but you can't stop at Fauci. You got to get the rest of them. In terms of those that's involved with, again, this the greatest hoax, I always say, since the big lie of Nazi Germany. And the old saying, they said in Nazi Germany, if you tell a lie long enough, the people will believe it. And that's what we've lived through over this past year. People died that didn't have to die. People were maimed that didn't have to be maimed. People were injured that didn't have to be injured, right? Because we know that there were still other therapies that were available. But, they, but Fauci knew in 2005, he wrote a report talking about the benefits of HCQ, the hydroxychloroquine. He knew about ivermectin. Most of those who's in the military know when they travel outside this country that they give them what they call a ZPAP, which includes ivermectin. It includes the hydroxychloroquine when they go into what they call a third world country. So why would they not want to? That's as you, as a doctor and a healthcare practitioner, you're supposed to provide the therapies and let the people make the choice for themselves with what they call informed consent. What we've seen over the past year has been conformed consent, not informed consent from Fauci and the rest of them. And it seems as though at the same time that Fauci started to get thrown under the bus, 
Um, you know, you got Gates, Bill Gates going through his divorce, as you said, mm -hmm. you know, he's connected right. to Epstein. Epstein. And mm -hmm. and I think this is the correlation that we want to get into in regards to the attack on our children. So right. where is this vaccination going in regards to the pushing it towards our children? Children. Well, again, coming back to the sterility component that's in it, right? When you study what Sanger and, and the boys were doing in 1921, 100 years ago, what were they pushing, of course? Uh, Planned Parenthood, and not just to toward the women, but toward the men. So they needed the churches. They needed those that had the trust of our people. So now here comes the target, as you hear them talking about. They've gotten most of the adults. They see you had Biden saying he want 70 percent of the adults in America with the with the uh, with the Fauci or with the dab so, or the jab. So now they're saying they want to come after the children. It was children 12 to 16. Now they're talking about children under five. So we know that this is all part of the depopulation agenda. We know it's all part of that UN Agenda 2030, but it's all part of the transhumanism as well, as we see them pushing that uh, on our children through what they're pushing in the schools, what they're using the, the weaponized celebrities to push transhumanism. If you saw, as Brother Irritated Genie shared that videotape of uh, was it Little Nas, right? And what he's pushing, transhumanism. But they're using many of these entertainers or weaponized celebrities to push that on our young people. But again, when you look at the test, in the test, uh, in the Q-tip, the things that they have on the Q-tip, and then you see what they call binary weapons. You got to get them in a little at a time. And so they may not put it in the first shot, but it'll be in the second another part, then in the third one. So it's what they call binary weapons to get them in. Then it's to hook you up into the, what they call the Internet of Things. If you don't know what the Internet of Things is, look that up by Charles Morgan where everything in your household right now is linked to what the internet, right? They, what we wouldn't give to the government, what we wouldn't give to DARPA, what we couldn't give to the Department of Defense in the 1950s and the 60s. Used to say in the Nation of Islam, when the phone rang, the people in the room and the other room would stop talking because you don't know who was listening on the other end of your phone. But now they're using social media and what people wouldn't normally give over to, they're giving to, right? To come into your, they, they got you tied up to, you know, what, whatever the, whatever, the, whatever it is that the, 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 your car is linked up to the internet. I mean, just think about all the things linked to your phone, your appliances in your home, your security. So all of this is what you talk ties into this whole, again, AI is where they're moving toward. The children, how they learn, look, look what they did with the children this year. Close the schools down, where did all the learning take place online? Now, that's not a bad thing. But at the same time, we are social beings and social creatures. So it's preparing them for, again, this AI, preparing them for the Internet of Things. Right. And so this is what they're moving toward. So but we can't allow them a, a, as any parent and any respectable adult to put that dab in our children, because there will be, of course, as I said before, uh, the, ch the chipping component that will be in it. And these which called binary weapons, they put them in little by little. So that what you can't do because the child is still growing and you don't know what effect it will have on your children. And we know all of many of these microbiologists, Julie Makovitz has been talking about it. Others have been talking about it. Right. In terms of the effects it will have on their reproductive organs, if they will ever be able to have children. So that's why it's important that we share the information on the parents, on those that love our children. So that they say there's no way our death is better 
before I would let you inject any of this into any of our children. And that's what has to happen. But they're using the fear to say, if you want to come into the school or they use it. See, if this was on the up and up, all these gimmicks and all these all these tricks they're mm -hmm. using. If you take this, you get two tickets to the O's game. Bad as they plan, you can get free tickets. People ain't going to the Oreos, right? <laughs> but this, they come with all these. You can get tickets to Disney World. You can get tickets to the Super Bowl. You can get tickets to come see the Charlotte Bobcats. Wait a minute. Bad as they plan here, you can get away free tickets when you come to see the Bobcats. But they come with all these gimmicks, brothers. You see it, right? You hear it all on television. Brother, down here, down yes, here the sir. governor announced that, that they're giving away a million dollars to four sweepstakes winners of people who take right. the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. That's but see that when you go back and study history, those are the kind of tricks they used in Nazi Germany was to take ordinary people and try to make them look like heroes and sheroes to say to the others, don't you want to be like them? You know, kind of like that movie Running Man. Go back and look at that. Right. Or go back mm -hmm. at the movie. I am legend. You remember that all on the island. You remember the mask. Right. All about a virus. Go back and look at the movie. I am legend. The first one. Then the second one. They, You know, they were supposed to come out with a third one. But they must have knew we was hip to what they was about to do. So they didn't bring the third one out. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I've been trying to dissect this thing and, and really pinpoint, you know, who's really behind this. Because we, we know Fauci for sure. We know Gates. Um, Rockefellers. Rockefellers Foundation. Rockefellers. Rockefellers. Right. Yep. They, they created that whole lockstep. That's been around since at least about 2005. And they put it in there, what they call their white papers, right? The project for new American century. Many of those that was tied to what we saw in 2001 with what happened on September the 11th. Many of them just tied into it as well because they were talking about the use of bioweapons because that's what essentially is what this is, is a bioweapon in terms of how it's being used. And it can target specific genotypes and phenotypes, uh, specific races that will have more of an effect on than any other group of people. Uh, with the, what they call the spike proteins that's tied to the dab that they're shooting into the people, which will have more of an effect, again, on males and more of an effect, of course, on our people. Uh, they know that, again, because they've studied us uh, through years, and especially John Hopkins, you know, right here. Mm -hmm. they, they ain't even solved SIFTS in Baltimore City. They ain't even solved herpes in Baltimore City, right? We, we, so, so, so we know they're up to something. They've always been up to something, right, when, in terms of when you know that history of them. But you got Fauci. Rockefeller Welcome Trust, which is out of London, England. So they're tied to it as well. Um, uh, uh, who are we missing here that's tied? The Gates Foundation tied to it. So it's many, many, many more. You all do is look at those that was at that event 201, and you know that those are the ones that's tied to what's going on right now with pushing this whole pandemic, pandemic, scamdemic, and transdemic. And then big tech, because they was in on it as well. And if they wasn't, they would move to shut down little bitty, uh, platforms like these where we're having those discussions, right? Where they're trying to take away our freedom of speech and all of our rights because they don't want these discussions to take place because then the American people and our people in particular are waking up and see the game that's really going on. That's right. That's right. Well, we know down here, you know, down here in, in the South, uh, it's a little more relaxed in regards to people going to have to take the vaccine as far as their job and stuff like that. But I've been getting reports from people up there that mm -hmm. they're starting to require people, uh, especially if you have a federal job yep. or any job in healthcare, you have to take this vaccination. Uh, are you hearing that or, or, or what are you hearing? I, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was an article in the paper reported on the news the other day where John Hopkins said all their employees must take it. University of Maryland saying all their employees must take it. And federal workers, I haven't heard the Fed say it or state workers, but they're encouraging them. In fact, the governor up here who wants to run for president uh, a couple of years ago, he said he had cancer. He's he's he it took about he, he said he had cancer. I ain't never seen a man get fatter with cancer. It took about three cameras to take his picture. Right. So now now he's had a gastric bypass because he wants to look presidential. But nevertheless, he was offering the state workers here a hundred dollars. Right. And their paycheck if they took the shot. He say, but this is the same governor that went to some faulty test kits, and he hasn't been charged with that. So what we're seeing is how these federal officials, state officials, who are not lawmakers, their job like to, to enforce the law. They're trying to make laws. Laws like these mayors are trying to make laws where their job is not to make the law, but to enforce the law. So this is what we saw with, again, Nazi Germany, where they took what they call an emergency powers act to seize more power for themselves. So citizens have to know that they can opt out, that they can get the necessary exemption forms. In fact, uh, front, I talked to a brother who worked at the post office and they sent him home because he didn't want to wear a mask at work. Well, he's he's bought, of course, a suit against the post office. And uh, uh, he's talked to the American frontline doctors and they've been able to help him, of course, walk him through getting letters and getting the necessary documentation We've been working with Dr. Uh, Brother Randy Short uh, with uh, Salt Ministries, uh, DC at gmail.com. I've had brothers and sisters from around the country sending in wanting the exemption forms, and they've been able to get the exemption forms emailed to them so they can download them. So I encourage people to do that. But yeah, this is this is this is a full on assault for the next phase of what they want to roll out. Part of it, they know that the people, some of the people are not going to. They're now trying to say to people, if you want to come to concerts, go to movie theater, go to the stadium. They're coming out with wristbands, right? Those that had the shot and those that haven't had the shot. Not many. Only thing they're not doing is say, put the yellow star on, put the pink star on. The Jews wore the yellow star. The homo, the homosexuals wore the pink stars, right? So this is what this is this is what you see where the country is moving right now. Fascism. But it's like Fabian fascism, right? See what the people will tolerate and accept. And then you can bring in, like Target used to have that little commercial, a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. See what the people will tolerate. See, that's fascism, where you have the merger of the corporations and the government. And you don't hear many people speaking out about this, right? And yet they're claiming that they woke. How you woke and you see these things going on? They'll do it to this group you don't like today, and then they'll come for you tomorrow, right? And this is what mm -hmm. we see going on. But you got people who have to stand up and they're going to have to have mass movements. I commend governors and some of the governors in the South that said we're not having those vaccine passports in our state. Right. We're not having you. We're not having this. So you're going to have to have governors and local politicians. But it's going to be the people that are going to have to force them to really take a stand and make a stand to say you're not going to do that. Because then again, as you see them doing that and they see the people don't stand up then they're just going to roll out the next phase. They fill in the pulse of the people and see what they're going to do. And if the people do nothing and say nothing, then they'll roll out the next phase of the agenda that they wanted to roll out. And I'm glad that you mentioned those exemptions because there's so many people that don't realize that you don't have to take this vaccine. They right. feel like they're forced to take it because you know they get a notice from their job or a school saying that you're required to take it. But you have you know, rights where right. you can exempt out of taking That's the right. vaccine. That's right. Yeah. And because it's not a vaccine, it's an emergency use authorization. 
So again, right. they see most 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 uh, vaccines that take them ten years to bring it to market. Big Pharma has wanted to do this, but because they couldn't get approved, so they used the pandemic, pandemic, scandemic to get what they call emergency use authorization. That's it. Now, in um, uh, 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 a double-edged sword, where but I won't get into that part. That you want you want to, you want them to expose themselves so you allow them to put it out there so you could really see the big agenda what they was trying to push. That could be counterintuitive. Time will tell if that's what that is. Because otherwise they could have had had that done and had it approved and then would have tried to force everybody to take it by now. So it could be counterintuitive, but time will tell about that. But again, they didn't test this on animals. Moderna has never ne has never produced a vaccine. That's the, Moderna was going to file bankruptcy in 2019 until some some you know they got an infusion of money from some big again private equity firm. So that's usually what you see is Wall Street benefiting from this. And you've seen recent reports that while the people were sitting home idle, who got rich? The multi-billionaires got richer. The Bezos got richer. The Gates got richer. No doubt, no doubt, Fauci got richer off of this, right? Why a lot of the American people had to file bankruptcy. Most of our people, you know, when America, white America, get a get a get a cold, we get pneumonia, right? So we know this. This is what's happened in the black community over the past year with the people that were sitting idle, and now after selling all the fear, now they tell the people, okay, okay, come back to work. You got to lay down new tracks on the people. You you done told them stay home, stay away from family, stay away from friends, right? Don't trust nobody. So that's the kind of thing they did in Nazi Germany. So you create that distrust. In, in community and family and friends and institutions, then who are you trusting? All your trust is big big media, right? The television, and then everything that people are getting is coming out of what? The, for, for most part, coming out of the internet, coming out of the internet of things. So they start preparing you for what they call AI, artificial intelligence, right? So that's, that's, that's another component of what you're seeing taking place. And they've been even talking about using the blockchain technology as a way to track people's health records yep. because yeah. a lot of the HIPAA violations, you, you can't publicly ask somebody at a certain place, let me see yes. your vaccine card and stuff like that. That's right. But through the blockchain, they'll have a way you can scan it on your phone or to get admitted yep. to some type of game right. or console, like you said, people will be able to do that. Yep. Um, they're going to put it. Yeah. They're going to shoot it. They're going to shoot it in you. So it'll be under your skin. So all they got to do is scan it. It's going to be right there. You know, in certain countries, they're already using micro micro size, like a rice size, where they put the chip right in the palm of your hand. You're not going to need it to go in your house. All, all you got to do is put your put your palm of your hand up to your door. This is what they're doing. But they got to sell it to the people as if to say that this is this is advancing. Right. Human development. This is this is advancing technology. No, it's pushing you further and further away from your humanity and more and more toward again AI artificial intelligence right now. And that's that's what you see that's going on. They come what they call the cryptocurrency. So in certain states in Virginia, they already have rolled out the new ATM machines with, which had the palm scanners on it. They they took it down quickly, we posted on social media. But in certain states, they were already ready to roll this out so that the only people that would be able to use it would be the people that had that would have the chip or vaccine in them already. So you'll see that eventually if there's no again pushback that they're gonna try to roll those things out. But that's you saw them eventually talking about contact tracing, right? Like they were doing in New York and other places. That was that's all part of it, where they can track you where you go. And and they and and then when you didn't want it downloaded on your iPhone 
or your uh, 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 Android, you could go to sleep and wake up, and they would all they would already have the contact tracer downloaded on your phone, unbeknownst to you. Mm. Yeah, I was I was uh I was watching TV. It was about two weeks ago, and I saw this commercial about in uh, Texas. They rolled Domino's Pizza rolled out a robot pizza delivery yep. car, yep. Yep. automated mm -hmm. driving car. No right. person did yep. it. So you talk about automation and AI and right. transhuman. I mean, right. it's already in the works. It's in the works. Yeah, yeah. If we talk to people that's in like that work in warehouses and just talk to like I talked to pharmacists that worked at Hopkins. I bumped into a couple of them, right? And I was like, "What happened?" And told me said they went to automation, so they got rid of them. <laughs> you know? I said, "Well, how come you didn't you know file a lawsuit, have a press conference because they were." You know, pushing this whole heroes work here. We all in this together, this way forward. And you sitting at home, right? And they said, "Well, how could I go up against Hopkins?" Then they had some of them. They told them they had to take if they didn't have enough uh, uh, time because they furloughed them uh, PTO time. They told them they go and they can go into their PTO time for next year and take their PTO time for next year. This is, but it wasn't just Jermaine and Hopkins. Hospital. We lost the brother. Yeah, I think it's like his connection may have gone out for a second. But yeah, this is uh this is something that now the question for me is, and we have to see if we can get uh brother Muhammad back on, but now the question is um how long is it gonna take before we start to see the effects of this vaccine? How long is it going to take before people actually, you know, start dropping? Because, I mean, this thing is, uh, this thing is serious. And I don't know if it's going to be a year, two years, three years. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that the uh, government has given these companies immunity, uh, you know, from any kind of legal action. So... I think there may be some exceptions to uh, to exactly what, you know, what kind of action people can take if they, uh, you know, experience, uh, you know, side effects. But, you know, you see uh, what is it? Xanax, I think, is uh, you, you, you see these ads now for people that that took that and and, and and many other drugs. I mean, many other talcum powder. I mean, all kinds of things where. Uh, you know, people took for years, uh, you know, lead, lead paint, uh, all kinds of things. You know, people just people didn't know that, uh, you know, there was there was a problem. And, you know, a drug like uh, Xanax uh, apparently went through all the tests and everything. And now several years later, they're saying if you took uh, I think it's Xanax uh, in 19, whatever, or 2000, whatever, call this one eight hundred number. <laughs> but you won't have the one eight hundred number to call because the government has given uh, these companies uh, immunity. But That's one true. of the things, one of the things that uh, you know that I did see just the other day, you know, I was halfway paying attention to this lawsuit that was filed by these hospital workers, one hundred and seventeen hospital workers mm -hmm. in uh, in Houston, right. who had refused to take the vaccine. Sure. And and we see uh, the federal judge has tossed their lawsuit. 
saying mm. that they, they had they had no they had no legal grounds uh to uh to sue the, the company for mm -hmm. refusing to uh to take the vaccine so now you know you're opening up there a can of worms it it, it does appear that mm -hmm. there are certain professions that are going to be able to force people uh to take the vaccine you know we see uh, mm -hmm. colleges uh, certain colleges and universities are requiring that students uh you know take the vaccine so you know they do they do have ways of, of tightening the screws down i mean you know what what do these hospital workers do i mean it's, it's you know you you've had there used to be a vast system of uh, private uh hospitals in this country particularly in uh in local in a lot of local communities mm -hmm. but but now you know you've had uh, a lot of these hospital chains have monopolies right private equity and, and yeah, and and they and they and they have bought the hospitals. I, I know all around uh, the Charlotte area, uh, either Atrium or Novant has bought hospitals. Uh, you know that that were you know uh, locally owned or com uh, community owned. So, so it is. You're talking about an industry, I guess, that's very difficult uh, to to try to, to to try to break away and establish. Uh, you know something that is. That is self-reliant, where you can have your own, uh, you know, rules and regulations, and you don't have to follow this. But, you know, I mean, the, the question becomes, you know, you know, once once you start threatening people with, you know, their livelihood, you know, how families gonna eat, pay the mortgage, whatever, send the children to college, you have, you know, you can definitely tighten the screws down on people and force them, you know, to do these things, and you know, so. You know what what becomes the alternative you know for people who say well i'm not i'm not going to do that you know that and it it, 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 beca it becomes a real challenge and mind you all of this is taking place within the context of white supremacy <laughs> so it's a it's one hell of a mess I'm yeah i think i was beautiful uh no you're right uh it is a challenge it is a challenge um I think people have to push push it to the extreme level of rejecting the vaccination um, as much as they can. You know, um, I mean, but it's going to come to a point, you know, if you don't agree with this vaccine and, and your job says that, you know, you got to take the vaccine, then you care more about your life or your job. I mean, that's, that's going to be the question that people have to answer. And, and, uh, you know, this thing is so serious now. You got to say, "Look, man, I have to just find another way to make some income because I'm not gonna put something in my body that it's no guarantee whether I'm gonna be able to no. even live another five years to to even work a job or work at this right. job." That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. something not even most people. Most people in my family who have taken it, they didn't even know that this wasn't FDA approved. That's right. That's right. They, 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 the, the psychology of what they were able to do with this to make it chic, to make it a fad where, you know, people were talking about it like they were going to like they were going shopping at a mall. Which one you got? Moderna? You got Johnson and Johnson? You got biotech? Wait, what you got? You know, you say, wait a minute. Do you? And then when you ask them, let me see the pamphlet. It's a blank piece of paper. It's nothing there for you to read. For the people, you you go buy a, 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 a cell phone, they at least put a, a, a owner's manual book in there for you to read, right? You go buy something at the store, they give you a receipt, 
with some information on it. The people was lining up to go and get to, I've never, see, at least in Nazi Germany, the people was running from the stadiums because they knew what was going on in the stadium. The people mm -hmm. was running from the concentration camps. They've used such trick knowledge. People are walking, they run into the stadiums in these places where they're saying you could come down and get these injections. So they did a serious, as you call it, a serious psyops that they've done on not just our people, but the American people, where people, usually white folk, be they, they want to know everything before they read it or before they put it in their body, right? But you haven't, people, you just, you don't, because once you see there's nothing in there, there's nothing in there in terms of the envelope that they give you. It's nothing there. They're explaining you what's in it at all. They give you the ingredients. That's why you don't see, you see PSAs being run. Think about when you see these drug commercials and they tell you all these 50 side effects when you're sitting there watching a television show. You haven't seen one commercial for this because it's not approved by the FDA. And if they did, they would have to tell you all these side effects that you would have from it. And I've talked to people who had loved ones get up at night to go to the bathroom and never made it back to the bed. They dropped dead in the bathroom or they dropped dead outside of the bed. So this is this is what's happening. But because you're not seeing it, you're not reading those various reports. And you're not going to get it from the mainstream news media. They're not going to give you unending coverage talking about people uh, that have died. Right. They'll say, well, it just happened to be coincidental that 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 that, that DMX or that Hank Aaron or DMX, you know, or, or whoever. Right. Might have might have taken it. It just happened to be coincidental. Whereas last year, anybody died because the hospitals were getting a certain amount of money once to label you with it. And then once they put you on the ventilator, they got additional thousands of dollars, right? And so everybody was classified with COVID. You could die, you could be a homeless man. And notice in most cities right now, the homeless populations have disappeared. Where are they going? They're the, they're the most useful, again, that they will use right now. So in this city, a lot of the homeless have disappeared in Baltimore City. I don't know about in Charlotte, but I know in most of the major cities, I know in Austin, you can read the article, they were chipping the homeless population in Austin, this is before the pandemic, they was putting chips in the homeless population. So the same thing may be happening to homeless populations in other cities right now, where they would where they can get federal dollars in terms of again understanding that 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 birth certificate, because a lot of this goes to the Vatican. I, I'm sorry, we talk about the other person that's tied into it, Pope Francis. This go the, the Pope Francis, who's always wanted to push climate change. So they would they use the pandemic to push what they couldn't push when they were pushing this whole issue about climate change. So Francis, who's called the dirty Pope, <laughs> former name was because of what he did in Argentina. He's called the dirty Pope. So this goes all the way up to the Vatican as well. And know that every person is born in America, of course, how the Vatican owns them through that birth certificate. Right. So it's the same. That's so security number. So if you want to know who's the who's who's the the ultimate arch deceiver and Fauci, you know, they didn't have the Davos uh, World Economic Forum this year. Last year is when they broke a lot of this and talked about a lot of this. This year they had Davos at the at the Vatican. They had it this year uh, where you had Janet Yellen, you had Fauci, you had John Kerry. They all met with Pope Francis and there were others that were there uh, at the Vatican and talking about the next phase of what they want to roll out, not just on the American people, but on the world. And here's Francis saying that Jesus would Jesus would want you to take the shot is what Pope Francis said. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Sound, sound like Pope Nicholas the Fifth. But let me let me ask you this, uh uh brother Darren. Uh what what is your read on 
the uh, development and, and spread of these uh, so-called variants. Uh, they, they seem to be here in the United States now. They really seem to be very much concerned about what they call the Delta variant uh, right. that, you know, apparently developed on the uh, Indian subcontinent. Uh, and of course, there was one out of uh, South Africa, one out of Brazil. I, I don't know. I don't know how many others. One out of the UK. Right. What is what? What is your read? What does you read on that? Uh, is it like uh, you created uh, Frankenstein and now you can't control it? I mean, how do you what, how do you read the variants? It's, it's part of it. Part of it, of course, is, is fear. Once Fauci got exposed. Right. The next day, you know, Fauci started talking about a, a Delta variant coming out of London, England. Right. Prior to that, he wasn't talking about no, no, no variant. You know what I mean? So you got to look at that. Now, India, if you read the newspaper, Great Game India, India was the one that broke the, that looked uh, looked at these viruses under the microscope. India was the place that said that these viruses are not natural. India was the one that spilled the beans on on Fauci on um, on uh, 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 the Eco Eco Health uh, Alliance, which was the name of the nonprofit, and China. So they're trying to really get back at India because India India scientists spilled the beans on them. India has been using ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine for years, man. So what they told them, either they gave the signal to Modi and, and the heads of heads of, heads of the prime minister Modi and others in India that y'all going to have to depopulate some of your people. Because India, I talked to Indian doctors that work at Hopkins, man. They know, they, they've been using hydroxychloroquine in India. And I talked to brothers and sisters from Africa. They've been using hydroxychloroquine in Africa for, again, malaria for years successfully, right? So... I think this variant is another part of a scare tactic, which they, Brazil, of course, because Brazil said that they was not going to take any of the multinational corporations vaccine. Brazil said they was they was in a contract with Russia to take the Sputnik vaccine. So anybody who wouldn't take Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, AstraZeneca, after they said they were having the, the blood clotting and the six women that died. So anybody who said they wasn't taking that, I think when they start talking about variants, you should probably consider that they might be the countries that said that they're not, they're no longer going to accept those uh, uh, six major uh, 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 pharmaceutical companies that were trying to sell them, right? Because it's a it's a billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. So, like here in Baltimore, they were talking about uh, bio. I mean, uh, emergent emergent is is owned by John Hopkins. That's on the campus of John Hopkins Bayview. They were the ones where they said they had to destroy before 600 million now it's another 60 million just the other day they said they got to destroy you know them white folk are not going to destroy no 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 uh medicine that medicine gonna end up in the black community or it's gonna end up in haiti or it's gonna end up in africa if they selling old expired food in the black community right you know they're gonna sell old expired drugs in the black community and poor communities as well so i think it'll be the same thing in africa africa hasn't been touched by this for the most part on a large scale African presidents have stood up, but everyone that stood up, of course, we they, we saw that they met an untimely death as well. But Africa is the next phase of what they want to do because it's again, it's a depopulation component, it's a sterility component that's in it. When again, you go back and look at May the 11th, 1987, the London Times headline mm-hmm. Who murdered Africa? and which right. they were spilling the beans on them about what they did under the guides of coming in, vaccinating them for smallpox. But they say in the smallpox was the AIDS virus. Mm. Yeah. Well, brother, we definitely can do this for another two hours, but we definitely want to 
know, not take up all of your time, but we definitely appreciate you for joining us. You dropped so much information that our listeners Thank probably you. have to go back and listen to this uh, two or three times just to get all of this information out. Um, well, what do I, you have coming up? Coming up uh, soon. Well, I think what we, we have to do is seize, seize the time. Uh, I've been in contact with Brother Irritated Genie, uh, just as the American frontline doctors, most of them are white, and they're going on what they call an uncensored tour. Uh, what we have to do is we have to galvanize, as we're doing tonight. We have to unite and come together. And as, as Brother Genie and I talked about, just as they're going on a tour for their people, right? And we got to put together a tour, whether it's on a local level, on an East Coast level. But we got to have those that would like minds. So it's just a brother irritated genie, a brother Muhammad, a brother Amos, a brother uh, Gula Jack, and a brother, of course, uh, Matt Karu. So that we can go to these places where Biden, where Fauci, where they're bringing these weaponized celebrities into our communities to target our people. We got to inject ourselves into the conversation. Right. We're going to have to we're going to have to confront some people and make them uncomfortable. This is what happens in all our movements, right? I always say that the, the ingredients that was used in the civil rights movement was the education, mobilization, right? Litigation, legislation, and the confrontations, right? So we're going to have to do the same exact thing uh, for our people, just particularly with our children now and most of the schools, they're wrapping up. So we got to seize the time and seize the opportunity to take the message to the masses of our people uh, so that we can save not just our lives, but our legacy and we must always be about protecting legacy, respecting legacy, never ever neglecting our legacy because somebody did it for us to be able to be here today. So we got to do it for the future generations that's coming behind us so they can say we stood for them when others wouldn't stand for them. But we have to do this tour and it, it got to be done on a mass scale or on a small scale. We can start right in our cities, but we want to we unite with those that are doing just that on the East Coast, North and South, and then if necessary, Midwest, take it on the West Coast, but we have to do that. If not us, then who? So that's what we're doing. That's what we're working on. And to get these t-shirts, and and, and I've been working, bringing Brother Irritated G here to Baltimore. We're looking at July the 24th. I know they got the Straight Black Pride uh, Father's Day event coming down this week. I'm going to try to get down to that, but we got to do that in terms of the work right now. And uh, I say that's what it, that's what we got to be found doing, working, using this these mediums, but then again, after we come off the radio, taking the information to our people. That's right. That's right. We definitely, you know, have to try to get you guys down here to Charlotte, you know, because be our people need need this information now, you know, like they need water. Yes, sir. So, you know, we definitely appreciate you once again uh, for joining us. If you're listening to this show, go and subscribe to Darren Muhammad's show, State of the City in Baltimore. If you're not already subscribed, uh, you can check out all of our podcasts on AfricanLiberationMedia.com. And if you're watching this on Facebook and YouTube, Definitely hit the like button and subscribe. Until next time, brothers. Thank you, brothers. BB48. 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 Great Black Pride. All right, all right. Power or the lack of power. I want to repeat this. Power or the lack of power. If your education in this institution is not about gaining real power, not jobs, because your jobs do not represent power. Not getting elected, that does not represent power either. Uh, buying your houses and fine clothes does not represent power either. If it is not about real power, you are being miseducated and misled, and you will die 
educated, and misled. <laughs> if your study of black history is merely an exercise in feeling good about yourself, then you will die feeling good. The study of history then must be more than the pumping up of your self-esteem and the bumping up of your pride. Those things are important, but ultimately those things are not the means by which we will save ourselves as people in this world.